Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Hello and welcome, everyone, to a new episode of... <laughs> what is up what is up this is the tangents podcast for everybody not knowing yeah for people out there who have been living under a rock for more for al- almost a year Sheesh. it's a year holy shit we're we might actually end the second season on our, an anniversary well not exactly i don't fucking know when our anniversary we, we is, need to figure it out is do we count like the the, date, the first the published first episode. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's. Have, this is how we do it. Either the first date we recorded on, or the first published episode. Which one we can manage as a deadline? Um, I'm okay with. I'm okay with either. Well, this is 45, so we have 45, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Six episodes. And how much time? Uh, well, that's six weeks, right? Well, and the yeah. first episode was published on the 20th of October. That seems about right. I don't know why we're doing this now, but we don't really have time unless we uh, double on a couple of weeks. Uh, what the fuck? Um, you just went back 13 years in the I calendar. Do? I never, never mind. I don't know how to use a computer. Um, there we go. How do I go to today? Day. There we go. This is 98. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six. It almost seems perfect. Uh, it is because on our one year anniversary, we're going to start season three. Holy shit, dude. I love this. Okay, this was unplanned, everyone. Unplanned, unscripted, untaught of. It's just. Yeah, let's remember that we're still doing a podcast. We're not just doing a technical meeting, like a staff meeting. It wouldn't be the first time we do a staff meeting while recording. So, yeah, that's fine. So, what's up? How how y'all doing? We're going to have a a lot of breaks during this episode because we're expecting friends over. But uh, we'll let our magical elves who edit the podcast. To, to to fix that in post. Yep. People need to know. <laughs> I got that. an out of approval. You just <laughs> you just ruined the image of two the two of us sitting in a cave just recording. <laughs> like two bald hermits. You want it today, I'll let it tomorrow. <laughs> there were no Snickers harmed during the recording of this episode. Which is new. Well, um is it new? Is it not new? It's on and off, you know. You as have it, to figure it out. As it should be, yeah. Unless we explicitly say you have to figure it out. It's part yeah, of the game. exactly. So, <clears throat> how uh, are you, my friend? I'm good. Not really tired. Mm-hmm. But not really full of life. Mm-hmm. Low on energy, but full of vitamin C. Okay. Why, the- why C specifically? Did you have a lot of orange juice or something? No, I just had a lot of fruits, like bloops and oh, pineapple. Bloops. Bloops. I do have tinned pineapple. That's what I also... No, I had proper pineapple. I had, like, um, the one, the thing that you pineapple spin proper. it around and it just pops everything out, like, the thing to get the fruit well, out one of, of those the, things? You I have, have one, one of those oh, things. Oh, shit, that's it's cool. really cool. That is cool. Fuck. Never knew you, got, you needed one until you actually buy yeah, pineapples. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's how those things work, isn't it? I got it as a gift. My father gave it one, gave one to me. Like he, he had his own, and he was like so bewildered with the whole concept. Like he needs to have this. Like, fine. <laughs> Thank free, you, father. Free tools. I'll take it. I just realized I love tinned food. Like I love pateo. I love tinned uh, pineapple. I haven't had pateo in such a long time. I love uh, corn in a tin. I also have a lot of corn in a tin. Yeah. Well, I love corn generally. One of my uh, friends and a long-time listener of the podcast. Uh, shout out to that friend, whoever the fuck they are. To Teodora. But she, she could probably okay. listen to this oh, in, in a year. She's worth. the one who listens to us on Google Podcasts, right? Exactly. 
or Apple Podcasts. One, one of, of those. those. I'm not sure which one. I know it's not Spotify. Yeah. But yeah. she listens. She definitely listens to these every now and then. So probably in a year, she'll know she, she has a shout out. Two motherfuckers talking about shit. But she is a. She won't take this compliment, but she's an excellent cook. Okay. And she uh, has a lot of corn in whatever the meals she had, or at least the meals I had from her. Okay. And, and that's that's how I learned that you can cook with corn, and it's good. It's yeah, freaking yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, our friends are texting us. Oh, shit. Um, no, we're good. We're good. We're, we're good. good. We're still, we still have time. Okay, okay. How was your day? Um, you know what? I feel tired, uh, but I feel just as tired as I woke up. Um, but consistency, we, people. Yeah, consistency. But weirdly enough, I've been stupidly productive. Like I'm on a I'm on an old time tired, uh, which is my natural state in the past <laughs> while, I guess. But I still managed to be really productive today and do get a lot of work done. Proper adult. You but it was like weird because I was tired throughout the whole thing. I was kind of tiredly, uh being productive or whatever well I, if if <laughs> i weird. recall that was always my experience like whenever you get really productive it's not that you're full of energy and you're just striving to work like just go against the the tiredness that's that's what it felt like that's 100 percent what it felt like that's um, what it always feels like but yeah i mean i'm glad that i did um I did a all week's of, worth yeah, of yeah, coding. Yeah, yeah, a week's. Sorry, my words are, are for fucking. They're far away, out of grasp, out of touch. Yeah, I did a week's worth of work for a change in one day. So tomorrow I'll be chilling, probably editing editing this episode, and doing more creative shit. I don't know. We'll see. Please let our tiny elves work. <laughs> they need to feed their <laughs> families. <laughs> don't take their jobs away. No, you immigrant. Yeah, <laughs> dirty fucking immigrant. Yeah, which brings us to what the fuck we were talking before recording. Immigrants? <laughs> yeah, in a way. We're talking about well, what it's like working in a different country. Yeah, indeed. And Let, a work wait, style in England. Let's shit. make it explicit. Let ex- let's explain the whole idea to, to everybody. Shoot. I'm going to explain? Okay, I'm going to explain. Well, this. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, so shoot. Uh, like, just put a whole staff <laughs> on the podcast again. So basically, <laughs> the problem that we're having, and we kept seeing on and on and on and on, oh, is that, that either, either the two of the us... London thing. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Either when the two of us get, get together before the podcast or whenever we have a guest, usually we are way better at having deep philosophical talks off the Ca- microphone. Off camera. <laughs> yeah. Than we are doing the podcast. Because something in between when we switch languages or something just... It's hard to, to go again. The moment we record and we're like, oh, this needs to be formal. We're like, um, how was your week? And then we start talking about that for 20 minutes. And exactly. then it's like, well, that's half an episode. Until we get wasted, to the Wasted, not wasted, but you know what I mean. It's like half an episode of talking shit. So we decided consciously to just let's retake the whole thing that we discuss about and maybe go, yeah, because go every, beyond. Every time we record, before we record, we have the philosophical discussions. Especially since was since we start walking to your place, yeah, which from which is a new thing. It's been a couple of months, I, I guess. I mean, it's been the summer. Yeah, we yeah. started the summer, and it's like well, more or less an hour's walk. Yeah, from from downtown to my place, it's like an hour walk. So, and that's when we get the whole juices, the creative juices flowing. Oh yeah, because we need to find a way to record while walking. I mean, that would be amazing. We, so regardless, <gasps> that could be a new podcast idea. Oh, well, it's tricky if we go outside because there's a lot of noise, but we could have like bands and just you can dampen the noise with like microphone covers and shit. We can get one of those like tiny microphones that you can put on like on oh, your clothes. Oh, yeah, 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 one of those. And they have like a head with like pop poof and shit, whatever. Um, can we take the tiny microphones they have on TikTok? They put animals to bark in them. <laughs> I mean, it's so Wait, funny. who the fuck? Just, um, just the two of us walking around with tiny microphones. <laughs> I think it was a friend of mine uh, who got one of those for her birthday. And Ooh. I was there and she got one of those tiny microphones and she put it to the cat and the cat was like, like really loudly. Ooh, we can and with it. like, a, you could put like effects on it and shit. So it was like with an echo and a reverb. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but Tangent yeah. over. Let's go back. So we Tangent were talking about yeah. working abroad. 
Yes. Which is, again, a topic I have nothing to say about because I only went in business trips. That's the only experience <laughs> I have. But you have worked abroad, so go ahead. I mean, what the fuck do you want me to tell you? That they work a lot harder than we do? Because, like, not only... Okay, so not only do they work harder than we do, they work smarter than we do. Because you could argue they're like, oh, yeah, we're Romanians are hard workers, which we are. But the kind of tasks that you would normally have here, and I'm talking like, I mean, we don't have NASA in Romania, right? We don't have fucking... <laughs> A lot of places don't have NASA. <laughs> yeah, but that, but you know, like whatever, the fucking Netherlands has ESA or who the fuck ever right. owns ESA, right? Or shit like that. India has their own space thing. Russia has its own. Yeah, like uh, Romania is just like this fucking place where people get away from. So it's like really underdeveloped in a lot of ways, right? So we don't right. have fucking cutting edge shit, right? Most projects that come here are just a menial tasks, like munca de kinesbutrin kind of shit, right? Right. So right. you'd say that, yes, we work hard because we're stupid and we, you know, plow the field using ancient tools instead of evolving with the rest of the world, right? But imagine the people in the West who are already way evolved in that sense, and they still need to work hard, right? That's like 10 times the effort, the mental sort of strain. Right. So just because they have, it's, we it's have more level of manual work. work. Like we have more manual and like rep repetitive yeah. tasks yeah, yeah, where yeah. they have to be more creative. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking software development, man, they're doing bleeding edge shit. Like, I don't know if folks know we talked about this on the podcast, but we definitely talked about it a bunch of times in real I, life. I think it was on the podcast, but let's do it uh, again. It's just the, 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 the thing of like, they're doing bleeding edge shit over there, man. Like fintech used to be a big thing in like 2015 and 16 and only became a thing in Romania. Like what? 2018. It was like, Oh, the first fintech meetups and startups and hackathons. And like in 2015, people were like, Oh, fintech again, you know, shit like that. So clearly they're at a different pace at a different level. Right. So the amount of work is a lot higher and it's of a different kind. It's more straining in that way. It's, you need not only is it hard work, you also are working on new cutting edge shit, right? Which requires more creativity, creativity originality, exactly. and you don't have yeah one hundred thousand examples of somebody that does it did it before, exactly. and you just whatever problem you have, somebody already had you exactly encounter new problems like we're doing here in Romania software right. development, right? We're just fucking come on, look. I don't know how many people. Well, I do know how many people listen to this podcast, but like fucking, if you're out there listening to this. And you think I'm stupid? I fucking dare you to prove... I fucking dare all of you to prove me wrong. If you're a Romanian software developer and you're telling me that 80% at least of the projects that we get, especially from like Germany and shit, are not cruds. I fucking dare you to prove me wrong. <laughs> Show me one fucking project in this country that's like, oh yeah, this is fucking bleeding edge shit. No, it's not. It's fucking... Read input from user, put in database, and show in said input outwards, and that's fucking it. And I'm not saying it's an easy job, but there are definitely a lot more harder shit in life than that, right? So, yes, if you keep doing that over and over, it might be hard because, like, you're doing a lot of things to bring it up to a functional level. But in other countries, they write fucking scripts to generate that shit because that's, like, the making a crud is, like, the least of the problems. It's it's fucking reinventing and innovating, blah, blah, the new thing. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. The idea with that is that life is very straining because of that. Because you're always reinventing the wheel. You're always at the fucking forefront of technology and shit. Life is very stressful. Having a personal life is very hard. Um, and because of that, we have a personal close friend who's sort of... I compare myself to this person because they're still there and I left. Um, and I can see how stressful their life is, how much they work. And it's not about like, you know, you could argue like, oh yeah, they're devoted to their work and they're, you know, they get paid more and whatever. And that's devotion and loyalty. It's like, no, you know what? Fuck you and fuck that. It's just, you're ruining your life working at a job that if, where if you die at your desk, they'd replace you the next day. Right? Like that's, I'm sorry, I'm being disillusioned with reality, but still. I feel like we need a bit of a background because I can just uh, come back with any argument that this, that this is any job. 
But I think we, what we need yeah. to establish is one, the fact that there's a lot of pressure for you to perform better since you're yes. uh, a foreign foreign person. This like is, a vinitura. This is, this That's is literally why we're two people doing this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and then the second one is also it's a cultural thing over there. Like people I saw it when I was when I was in London, like everybody is continuously moving. Yeah. On and on and on and on. I don't think I ever saw it and people are in constant motion. Not even just work, like the whole culture, like the whole life. Nobody just sits back and relaxes. No. You work, work, work so you can holiday, 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 so you can come back and work, work, work. It's yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of the point of like at least I don't fucking know. I can't extrapolate, but I think you can because I have friends who work in construction work and they're working over there. And obviously the tools and the technology is much more advanced for that kind of shit than we have here. But it's and it's still a lot harder, I'm assuming, than it is here to do to do things to, to work. It's a lot more straining, a lot higher paid, but also you do a lot more stuff, I guess. And the, the pressure is on as well, like especially if you're an immigrant. I'm I'm assuming that if you go to a different country and like working construction work or something, the pressure is a lot higher, right? Because well, I'm not in Romania anymore. I'm I'm in London or whatever working construction work, and I need to make money to send to my family or build that house that I'm pending back home or send it to my relatives or shit like that. Well, construction work is a very specific example because right here, when you get a job in construction, like most of the times you just you can half-ass it and it works. If you go abroad, then there's another 50 people just standing in line to take your job and they're willing to do the work. Exactly. Yeah, it's much more competitive. But I, I think th Good the point. argument is to be made that this can happen almost everywhere. It's more likely to happen there, but it is likely to happen everywhere. Uh, location or job? Uh, both. Okay. I was thinking location, but it can happen in both. The main topic is how can you figure that very elusive uh, work-life balance? Because that's <laughs> the biggest elusive. problem. <laughs> it is elusive because yeah. at one point you're all work, 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 but then you realize, wait, I don't have time for shit then you try to make time for shit then your work stays behind and it's always a continuous walk on a tightrope it's never yeah. like this is how you do it like i've tried since the this last year with the pandemic and everything while i could sit on my own ass and re reconsider everything mm. like i made a purpose decision to try to end every day at six and then okay. that's that whatever happens it's time for tomorrow it's work for tomorrow unless it's an exception or it's the deadline it's right there and it works. Our friends here. <laughs> I'm going to okay. have to interrupt you. Okay, let me finish the idea so we can pause. So it works. But then again, it always leaves you that bit of a stress that you haven't finished. Or you could have done more. Pause. <laughs> Fuck, I was going to agree with you. But yeah. <laughs> Elevator music now. <laughs> Am I agreeing now? I am agreeing now. Resume discussion. <laughs> yes, you are agreeing. Uh, make a conscious decision of what? Of not working more than it's needed. Oh, yeah. We're, okay, yeah, okay. Right, uh, because it's difficult. Because you, you were always trained, grew up in the whole mindset that you can do yeah. more and work, 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 work. Because working will sharpen yourself and your personal development and everything. But it's hard to cut back at some point. Then you have to cut back. See, but now I'm wondering, is this applicable to other jobs? Or is it just because us software developers were sort of born and bred that way of like, you, you know, it's five o'clock and you should finish job, your work. But you're like, ah, oh, but I can, I can get like another work, another hour, or like I can make that better. Or I could just, ah, you know, do this or that or whatever. Well, yeah, definitely. It's is applicable this transferable to, to like other jobs? Yeah, any job that you can do overtime. That you can do overtime? Yeah. Yeah, where, where the effort to do overtime is not uh, directly proportional to surprise the surprise. Boom, 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 bam, ah, surprise. Andre. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we convinced him to, to join and talk with us. Yeah, so I, 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 my guess is that basically in, in our job and maybe in others also, and definitely in others also, uh, you're not getting physically tired too much okay so you can continue with the effe uh, effect of uh, having uh, a mental burnout over time but you do not feel that at the start so all the jobs that have this rule mm -hmm. let's say are applicable for just doing over time 
So th this is the thing with uh, the uh, audit companies or legal companies, uh, e everything where uh, you do not get burned out physically. Because, for example, in construction, you cannot do it physically. Oh, you, you like will get... Yeah, yeah, when you're tired, you're tired, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but even exactly. then, you can take an hour break and then go back at it if you want to treat your workers as slaves. <laughs> but just to answer again your question, I think about every salespeople. I know a couple of salespeople that told me they used to work like crazy hours just to get in on their targets. Uber drivers, they could work until almost nonstop and then also weekends. If you have like a company that you do furniture, you can just work, 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 work and all the time and mm -hmm. never rest. See, the, the, the first few that you mentioned, um, like Uber drivers or shit like that, or like sales, right? That's a very easily quantifiable thing. Did you make the sale or not? Right. So working overtime there, I feel, is a lot easier because of that. Because it's just easy. Like, I can make two more sales. I can make three more sales. And you're not doing anything different than what you're normally doing. Whereas for us, it's like, well, you have five tasks in a sprint. You either finish them within the time or you don't. It's not like anyone's going to let you do more work. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, but you, you pre-estimate the work for those three weeks or whatever, right? Yeah, but don't, don't you get, like, extra tasks? There's always a new question, always something like, okay, like uh, we finished that, but we can yeah, but add not... some tests, yeah, but, do some... Yeah, but when you make a sale and you make five extra sales than you were supposed to, that's directly correlated to salary or income or bonuses if you fucking ah. do five more tasks in the sprint no one's gonna give a shit about you yeah, it is if you, you that's why we're stupid and they're smart so that's well, one thing sure. but also if if the overtime is paid then it's more more money for you well yeah i, I don't want to get personal here but yeah i guess it, it, even right, if it's not case. like that even if it's not like you have your specific tasks let's let's take the hypothetical hypothetical case in which everything works ideally which it doesn't but even if so you have a lot of side jobs that you have to do while working maybe you want to i know you're in charge of uh preparing the new income the new income the new hiree the interns maybe your yeah. team lead maybe you're a scrum master maybe you prepare the log for the second day there's always something extra you can do yeah but it's still not directly correlated to income not, you not, have a fixed salary. You don't get bonuses for writing extra Well, code. now, well, yeah, but this, it's a different as of a format of a job because you do extra work in the hopes that you'll, be, you'll get uh, promo, uh, promoted or get a salary raise or something like that. Salespeople, they work yeah. on commission. Yeah. And, but that's why you're working. It's not pro bono in no way. And yeah, uh, to kind of approve with Kalim here, mm. uh, yeah, it is kind of directly proportional. The amount of work, if you are also smart on other things like social and interaction in the company and everything, uh, to, so this is kind of proportional to the how far you can get on the uh, corporate ladder. ladder. Yeah. <laughs> so it even if it's not like uh, at the end of the month, mm -hmm. it does get somehow quantified at over time. But that's what the fuck were we actually talking about? Because that's not what. We well, we started kind of talking deviated. about the uh, work-life balance. Oh, okay. And then we tried explaining that you can work <laughs> overtime in almost any job, so anybody who's listen can apply it. So let's get back to it. The, the I think the question is on the other direction. Uh, even if you do get the result, yeah. so in our case, let's say, uh, where you get to a better position, uh depends on how much effort you have to do to get to that position and how significant that position is. Because if right. it's just you get there and you just have to do extra work then even more, then you do not get to that uh, life, uh, life work balance. Life balance, yeah. I think the question, if you want to put it in the broadest term possible, is answering when, it's, when enough is enough. Right, because there's always a better position. There's always uh, more money that you can make. There's always more work that could you do. You do, but when is enough enough? 
For instance, you gave me this example at one point, which I was really impressed with. Of our <gasps> I impressed you with something? Well, other than my huge cock. What? Uh, and, uh... <laughs> uh, well, not you per se, but you... you <laughs> Uh, and correct me if I remember this wrongly, but you told me about our friend Karina, which was also on the po- on the podcast. She works half time or something, or two weeks a month, and oh, she has enough money Karina to pay from the the US. Exactly, and uh, she works only half time, half a month or something, if I remember correctly. I think she needs to work a minimum of two shifts per month. That's minimum. even that's even less hours than i thought but yeah something she like has that. like crazy few hours from what you described it and it's enough money to get to sustain herself and also gives her enough time to work on her ah, youtube channel my friend but that's the thing where do you draw the line that's between this saying. is enough money for me to survive a month and i want money well that's what i'm saying that's that's <laughs> the general question when enough is enough i don't know man that's personally that's the thing that i'm fighting now with is after all the shit that's happening to me it's like well okay I'm a software developer in Romania. I make a shitload of money. Well, I make enough money. Um, how much is enough? Like, how much do I actually need? Is it worth working this much for that much money? Could I, like, reduce my hours, reduce my pay? Or should I work more or ask for more? Like, what's, where's the balance? Where am I? Where's the sweet spot? Where am I happy? What am I? And where am I working towards, right? Do I need the extra money? Do I have a plan? Do I, am I striving for something? Answers to all those? No fucking idea. But, you know, questions. <laughs> Andrei, opinions? Uh, yeah, like a general one. Mm. Uh, as long as you're... So at some point during your life, uh, the your productivity curve will go down. Okay. It's just what it is. So, you get old! Yeah. Exactly. That's why internships are sh- such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, not so for you. <laughs> I, I would say that it's a good idea not, not to go overboard. But, uh, yeah, just get as much money as fast as possible. <laughs> Fuck yeah. bitches, get money. N- no, but, yeah, invest them in something that uh, can generate some... Passive uh, income. Yeah, exactly. And then you can get that part of your life, so the money-making part, a bit down. Reduce the workload, reduce the hours, find something that is uh, less stressful. Isn't that interesting? Because like most of my, so again, a personal thing. If right? you are not, uh, yeah, disclaimer. If you are not married and you don't have children. Oh, yeah. True. Because you can. That's a full-time job in itself. Yeah. yeah. So you, it would be very hard for you. But well, if you are young, not married, you don't have children. Yeah. Use those years to. Learn. Yeah. To, to learn, to get to a good position, to have a good income hmm. and then from there once you have that base you can get to those things that to shift more to things that you feel that matter for you personally so that's I, interesting because again my personal experience with that is as being just a software developer and having that sort of need to be perfect and to learn more and to constantly do better and whatever did that combine with the constant like social media bombardment of the hustle uh, mindset and like, oh, work more hours and do this. And Elon Musk, like, oh, you have 100 blah, blah, blah hours a week and use them and shit like that. And then there's us who are like, nah, man, like fucking just work as much as you need and, you know, learn shit and do things that make you happy. Don't fucking ruin your life working. <laughs> and then like, you know, invest in passive income. And then you got shit. The fuck is that guy? I don't like that guy. The, the, there's, he's a, He's like a motivational speaker or whatever. He swears a lot. Gary Vee. That's the one. I don't like him. Like, I I agree with his, you know, what he says. I agree as being valid. I just don't like him. He seems so... He got a lot of pushback of, of him promoting the hustle uh, culture yeah, over and over like, again and working until you point? burn out. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, for him, it, it makes sense. So I, destructive. I saw interviews with him and the boys just wired differently. Like, he yeah. likes the constant pressure and agitation and everything. Like, he said he needs to sleep in, a, in somewhere in a huge city so that he has the rumble and the noise constantly because oh, he don't, don't, doesn't, ugh, sorry, he doesn't like silence at all. Okay. And on that point, somebody somewhere explained it to me, like, your 20s are when you have the most work capacity. Mm. So that's the, 
you have to kind of treat them like a sprint. Get as as higher up as you can. Oh, okay. Money making, uh, corporate ladder, whatever your position is, opening a business, whatever you do, that's the time to do it because you have the most time and energy. Then 30s is you kind of focus on your family, mm. speaking broadly. And then 40s and 50s is for wealth building. World building. Wealth. Oh, wealth. Wealth building because by that time you should have a... You should have the work ethic, the ha- the habits, everything that should put you on a upward spiral, and you just get better and better and better, and then you just start investing. Sounds great on paper. <laughs> Sounds great on paper. the The other problem with this is, as you mentioned, it's g- very personal. Mm-hmm. So there are people I I know people that are workaholics and they love doing what they do, but they only work. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like when you talk to them, or if even you just sit down and think what they're doing, it makes perfect sense. It's just that it's a lot of work, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. The way I view it, I I've kind of made it for myself. There's there's a couple of guidelines you can kind of take in so that make sure you have like a balance, if you want to take my approach to it. So first and foremost, you always had you're supposed to have a hobby besides job, besides your job, yeah. right? You need to have something that you're interested in. You need to be your own human being. Not just work in Netflix, go to bed, repeat. Like, it's, that's not good. Yeah. You're, right? just a, it, you're just blank. It depends if your work is your passion. It can happen it for, for creational people. So painters, uh, actors, but even, stuff like no, that. Even that in that case, football goal, players, yeah. I don't know. Even in that case, you should mm-hmm. still have like a hobby or a passion besides because it will happen from moment to from time to time that you're you will be like uh what's the wording for it like you will have no inspiration like you'll be creative oh. creatively burned oh, out you don't have nothing else to invest that in right or you draw you inspiration just, from or yeah it's, it's done like it's you put everything out but then you need to do something else while you recover the whole creative juices mm. so still really helpful another one is always have time for friends and make sure you have a, a a tight uh, social group because there is somewhere out there and I, um, I, I kind of I have to learn to learn the names of these studies to, to point them out but there's a study I think it's one of the longest studies ever taken on the same group of people okay if I remember correctly the story goes that they, they started uh, following these people when they were young like teenagers or something like 20s and they went with them until they were like 50 60 something and they just in, asked them over and over and over again, once every couple of years, how, how is their life? How they view it? How they feel? How happy they are? Over and over, like every second. How's your life? How's your life? Not every how's second, but life? every couple how's of years. And what about now? What about now? What how about, about now? now? Oh, no. You good? You good? You're fine? You sad? You depressed already? <laughs> the, the end line, the conclusion of the it angle. is... The, yeah. Not the angle, but the conclusion of the whole thing was the, the most happy... The happiest of them all were the people that had healthy friendships and relationships. It wasn't oh, yeah, necessarily fucking monkeys. It is, but you have to take that into account because we kind of forget it. Because uh, again, we yeah. think that we build wealth, we get all all this stuff, we go to different places, we move up and up in life, like in lifestyle and whatever. But then you gotta sacrifice something, and you sacrifice this because that's that's why they say it's a lonely lonely place up the top. Yeah. And and I want to say something similar to this. Uh, a lot of people uh, tend to forget that friendship or also requires a bit of work. Yeah. Because you have to, I don't know, call the people, make some time in your schedule to, I don't know, go out, get a beer, whatever. And uh, yeah, if you are too optimized for work or i don't know just your passion so mm. only work and passions let's say then you might just ignore the people and when you when you get back okay let's say you are finished with your work and everything and you say okay i want to reconnect or whatever you will not have to Any go pro- to reconnect yeah yeah so your friends yeah. would have moved on and be like well we don't we yeah. don't ask Andre to join us because he always says no. So yeah, yeah. When you uh, want yeah, to go, they're like, "Well, it's a bit too late now." And yeah, I so I personally take some time from 
Yeah, I was going to say you are a very good example for this because I know for a fact that you meet up with a lot of your ex-coworkers and friends and high school mates and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you just have You're like... You're a social bee. Uh, not really. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like really an introvert, but uh, I, I do it like... Uh, you like, sort of force yourself to yeah, have a you go out of your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, so when I was like, uh, I don't know, a teen, late teens, tw early 20s, I was really kind of antisocial. I was just staying <laughs> at home. Reading history books. Yeah. Uh, but jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, so it's not healthy. Hmm. And you need to, you need to get that reconnection. And uh, yeah, uh, for some friends that we meet up now, I don't know, every few weeks, at, uh, in the worst case, and we talk and everything, at some point we didn't talk at all. So uh, not because we were angry with e each other, we just didn't. Life happens. On in different directions yeah. in life and shit. And it was a bit yeah. painful, let's say. Not painful, but it took some extra work to get to have that reconnection because mm -hmm. you don't know now anything about that person if four or five yeah. years pass you do not know anything basically because it's That's such true. a shock uh shock for from uh like 18 19 years to 26 27 oh, yeah. yeah completely different difference yeah exactly so th there if you lose the connection it's the hardest i oh. would say to reconnect yeah, it's easier to just connect every now and then than not seeing at all for a couple of years and then just trying to reconnect. I did that in Bucharest when I, I went to Comic-Con this weekend and I met up with a friend that I haven't talked to since 2012 when I moved before moving to London. Uh, and luckily we had a bunch of hours to spare and we sort of um, gave each other a synopsis, <laughs> a summary of our lives up to this point since we last met. And we've both been through a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit has happened in my life and his life since we last met. And we're like, wow. But yeah, I ended up with like an apology of like, shit, man, I'm sorry we haven't like kept in touch. Because, you know, I could have been there for you at that point. You could have been there for me at this point or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, life happens, life happens and you drift apart. Yeah. It's also weird because... Life, it happens. I mean, ideally, a friendship shouldn't have a purpose. Right? You're just friends with somebody because you're friends with that person. It's yeah. a bit easier if it has a purpose because you have a reason to meet. Well, I feel that if it has a purpose, it's like a contract or like a business deal. Like, well, I'm only friends with him because of this. Mm -hmm. True, but it also, it, it's different. Like if, so the way I, th I see it, the thing you need to have in order to have a proper friendship <laughs> is... Following ingredients. Following ingredients. 50 milligrams of... <laughs> yeah. So you have to have at least some sort of common interest, right? Because you have to talk about something. You gotta have at least one or two things. In yeah. Common. If I only know cars and you only know football, then what's what's for us to talk about? Well, usually those two go together. But usually those two go mind. together. But you get my point. <laughs> yeah. Then the other most important thing is uh, time invested. That's one of huge things that that keeps people together yeah. because you know them for so long, and also hardship. The weird way, well, way to put it, and but the more I think about it, hardship brings people together. Yeah. And once you're an adult, it's kind of hard to go with people through hardship. Mm. That's why we go to the mountains. Well, <laughs> there are like small things, like, but you have to kind of have that mentality a bit to help each other. And there are, everyone has like a bad month when you have a bit more expenses or something. And if, I help you and this month you will help me, I don't know, six months from now on, not because you feel a duty, but because that's just what happens. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people, I would say, so before you wouldn't have gone so much, like in the old times, to a bank or something. So you got help from your community. But now we're very... Like I'm gonna do it on my own. On, on or independent, but yeah. or, or on a schedule. Like okay, if you need that, you go to the bank. If you need that, you go to your job and you do that. It's like a recipe, mm -hmm. and uh, mm. of course, it simplifies a lot of things. 
it reduces some risks if I don't know you were bad at uh, estimating how good of a friend and how good of a person someone is and you give that person money yeah. <laughs> that's kind of lost but uh, on the other hand if you if your bet on that person is uh, good then uh, that brings you together because you helped each other go through some yeah pain you stuck together and this is just an example like i don't know if someone ha- needs to move and you go help him and or or her so stuff where you re- really do help the other person mm. yeah it makes sense i had to unlearn this actually is growing really? up my yeah my parents would always and i'm not saying always because it wasn't like a brainwashing thing but they kept telling me try to make it in such a way that you don't have to owe something anything to anybody okay right and that that will mean be an independent person do it by whatever you can and don't really ask help around because if for instance we had to go from Marat to timishara and you drive me there then sometimes i'll owe you something and if you need something oh, you'll yeah, come okay. to to cash in on the favor you did to me. Mm. But then I've I spoke I've talked this with you a couple of times, like having friends helping you with with stuff gives you the best reason to be together and it builds uh trust. Like yeah. I, I've mentioned a couple of times that half of this friendship it's based on the fact that you drove me around almost <laughs> everywhere. Well, I needed to go to Arad, and you needed to go to Arad, and I had a car, so I was like, yeah, I'll take yeah, you, whatever. Yeah, but for instance, if, the same way. if I was to have a car, <gasps> right? You wouldn't have done that? I would have, but I would have needed my car, like, right? Asshole. You, we wouldn't get in the situation that you had to drop me everywhere, like, to, to I don't know, whatever gym, oh, yeah, to your true, place, true. to Arad, to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We would go on a road trip. Maybe I, you get your car, I get my car. And what was, yeah. it? Was, it, where was I going with this? Oh, no, we're so growing that, up. That's sad. <laughs> So that help it? Wait, let me figure out. Can I remember what was going with this? I think that... Uh, well, I know what I was saying. I don't know where I was going with it. Ah, okay. But the point is, if I was to have a, a car of my own, that's where I was going, a lot of philosophical texts would have been skipped. Huh. So we wouldn't talk about a lot of stupid shit and a lot of crazy shit and a lot of interesting shit and intelligent shit just because we were in the same car. That's true. So that is built yeah that's built on the fact that we sort of you kind of help me change services or whatever yeah help out uh yeah i guess what does this button do is this gonna follow it catch playhead ah that's the one okay sorry doing a little bit of technical shit ah there we go um friendship yay the topic of most animes. <laughs> so, when is enough enough? Enough what? And life. Because that was the question we, we bounced out uh, off of. Oh. When is enough enough? Oh, with the money and the work and stuff. Right. Um, shit, I don't know. Like, what's enough. your recipe? Still... How, how do you make sure you don't go too far ahead in only one direction? I'm still discovering it. Like, to be perfectly honest, I'm doing exactly as much as expected of me with work and then i try to invest all the rest of my time in something else like i won't go and like i could do this better i can invest a bit more time like now i think i'm at a stage in life and it's weird saying this because i'm like 29 right i'm like like 40 and like oh now i know what i'm doing it's like just i don't know man this is where i'm at right now uh in a place where i'm like i'll do what is asked of me and then that's it i'm just like well i did it i don't it's not my responsibility. It's out of my hands anymore. I did what I had to do. I'm going to go and, I don't know, learn something or play the guitar or watch porn or do something constructive or creative. I don't know. Just do something else. But that's where I am at right now. So to me, it's not a priority to achieve more. There's like, I'm at a good point. I, I'm at a point of stability from that point of view, like financially, whatever. So I don't need, I don't feel the need to like go out of my way to like, I need to make more money or I need to like, go with a business or start a thing or just like, nah, I'm, you know, I want to, I want to enjoy what I have instead of chasing more. Maybe can I add something here? No, you got no. five minutes <laughs> before our next person joins and we're going to have to take a small break. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so really related to, to this, 
I would say that maybe this uh, last year, year and a half, a bit added to this. I would say that this is a bit of a mercenary mentality. What? So Explain. So you, you go in, you do what you have to do, you're clocking out. Mm-hmm. And clock in, clock out, and it. then you're done. Yeah. And uh, I would say that, uh, you know, even before, we like we went uh, out to like the social meetings or like uh, last night startups no no before the oh, entire before the pandemic yeah oh exactly. yeah we did and startup weekend meetups yeah, and exactly meetups and everything so that. so that helped keep your extra engagement yeah so the interest in the field in general but now because you are generally you're everyone is at work uh work at home sorry yeah working from home so uh, you're like disconnected from your colleagues disconnected from the general field and you're like okay i will do what i have to do and then i get my peace of mind and whatever i need because Mm. there is extra stress compared to normal periods because I don't know. Even if, now, when we are a bit free, let's say, you'd still have to, I don't know, uh, do your uh, take tests or everything. You are checked for vac- vaccines everywhere you go. Yeah. So there is an, an atmosphere of kind of a pressure. So because of that, and because of the fact that you are not having the interaction mm-hmm. that you normally have that gets you excited about maybe not about your exact work that you are doing now but something that is connects uh connected somehow yeah then you are just okay i will do the what is needed and then i will get out of for the day and i will do whatever i have to do i can totally wake up this is my whole experience with the whole thing because i used to be the guy that always pushed in and work 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 as much as i can because i also had I I had the energy. I didn't have a problem with it. I find the way uh, time f- to go to the gym to f- meet my friends to everything. S- somehow it worked, but after the the pandemic and the staying at home thing, I definitely cut down on everything. And it's a psychological thing that if you're in an office and the guy behind you st- stays until seven eight a.m., then you kind of feel like you're supposed to do the same thing. Social pressure. Exactly. Even I if can't it's. Can't hear myself anymore. What the fuck? Ah, uh, you fucked it up. Okay, try it. I'll 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 keep I'll keep it going. Or do you want to take a break? It's fine. No. Okay, no, it's fine. No. It's not fine. No. So Technical th- difficulty. Oh wait, I can hear oh, you. Oh shit! No. Nope. You're back. Okay. You're back. Okay. So even if it's not explicit, if you see people working hard, you are bound to work hard also. The question I have here is: this a good thing or is it a bad thing? The fact that we don't have people to push push us to work harder just by proximity. Uh. Just as a connection, and only came now to me this uh, this thing. Inspiration. Yeah, exactly. Pause. (laughs) From what you said. Wait, pause. Okay. Resume. We're back. Andre was talking. Okay, so uh, to continue my idea, when uh, the pandemic started, uh, Mm -hmm. if you remember, guys, I I don't know how it was for you, Kalin. But we were kind of all working more. I wasn't. I, 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 I had a system. I had a I system, was. so I don't. Uh-huh. So um, I know for Mike and for me and also colleagues from the team, so we were working more because... Uh, yeah, like the first two months exactly. at most. Because we... So the mindset didn't change yet. So right. we were still with that uh, uh, office mindset where... Yeah. But you you were having all the extra time. Yeah, it was even worse because you were always at home. There was no psychological break that I left office. Exactly. I'm always at the office. Exactly. So Jesus we Christ. went, I, I think in that period, we were like 10, 11 hours each day, easily. every day, easily. Yeah. And then the mindset changed and it went to that mer- mercenary mentality Dark. That, Dark. Uh, yeah. that we were yeah. talking about. And then, yeah, I think now it's, uh, I think it will be hard to change back to a certain degree. I don't know if it's, what it is, should be changed back. What but is back? What does back mean now? What do we go back to? To an acceptance that uh, you should generally be at the office. 
that that's what I would call back. Because I now did. people assume that they will stay home and yeah. work, go to office. I don't know, mm. two days a month, three days a month, whatever. When needed, when yeah. absolutely mostly needed. Yeah. Yeah, but that's. I don't know, man. Cause like, I you you you've had freelancers this whole time, like like since forever. Well, yeah, but they were the the outside the, the extreme cases. And yeah, but regard. it doesn't matter. Now we're basically all of us are freelancers in in the way of like we can work from wherever. But that's the problem that it's not wherever it's at home because there's still a fucking virus out there killing people. And okay, regardless of the virus and the safety the laws and the rules haven't changed, right? We're still pretty much more or less in a sort of pseudo lockdown, right? So you can't even say that you're like, all right, I'm full-time fucking from home, whatever. I don't need to go back to the office. So let's go and work. You are full-time fucking from home. You weren't fucking at the office even before. You don't know that. You speak in your I, name. <laughs> you don't know where I put my penis and balls. How dare you? <laughs> But it sound kind of like a doomsday. It's still a lockdown. It's not a lockdown. You can it's, go work from any cafe you then want. Then why the fuck haven't you? Why the fuck hasn't any of us? Because it's so easy to say that. And I say that. I lie to myself. I'm like, oh, I could, I, you know, I could work from ever. Why the fuck haven't any of us done that? Because it's comfortable. Exactly. That's why. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's the pro- it's, it feels like this pandemic didn't... It's not itself the problem. I think it resurfaced some like human things about us. Well, I know people that were freelancing before and and they still work almost exclusively from home. Exactly. So the pandemic didn't change that for them. Exactly. And I'm not sure what's the point you're trying to make. Me neither. Okay. I'm just talking. It's a podcast. I I just feel like you just threw it out there because you're mad at yourself because you're not working from outside and just blame it on the pandemic. Yeah, but none of you are either. No no one that I know decided like, all right, we're working from home. I'm going to go fucking work from wherever. Except for people who are already doing that. And and it's kind of stupid. I was actually uh, thinking about this. uh, this What is stupid? Working from home or working from a cafeteria? Working only from home and not trying to go and experience. Before the pandemic. No, especially. Okay, before, let's say we had that work in the office mindset. Yeah. yeah. I had it, at least. Yeah. But uh, now, we don't have it, okay? We uh, we know that we can go and work wherever home is. in. Yeah, yeah, from anywhere. Yeah. But we don't do it. Yeah. And, oh, of course, there were some periods where there were stricter uh, lockdown rules. Okay then it's hard to do it. Yeah. But now, it's just like, Kalin is onto something here. Okay. Because why aren't we doing it? We're complaining about it, we are thinking about it, but we're not doing it. And mm. it's, uh, it's not taking an extra risk because going into, I don't know, taking an Airbnb or whatever, it's not an extra risk. Yeah. So, or going somewhere in a, I don't know, a, somewhere in, a, in the mountains, wherever. Yeah, yeah. There, there isn't an extra place. risk for us. So, why? Hmm. It's comfortable. It's cheaper to stay at home. And it just got lazy. The only reason I'm not going to the office is because I don't have a reason to, because I don't like waking up in the morning. <laughs> just wake up when I need to start working, and then that's that. Uh, is it cheaper to... Stay at home. Of course, if you have your home. Like, for example, it's my case, Mike, and now you also bought your place. But if you are renting, um, it's not well, really... That's why you had a lot of people move back from the counties that they're from. Yeah, exactly. Not I mean, sure, if you, go, if you go live back with your parents, you're going to save on a lot of money, but you don't want to do that. But what, I'm, what I want to know no, is... No, I, I'm no, saying... I, no, no, just, I put it out there. What I want to ask you is if... Like I, how I'm thinking, you still have like somewhere you live and pay rent, or you have your own place, and then you go to an Airbnb for a week or two. Are you saying that you could do this exclusively, just just jumping from city to city and Airbnb to Airbnb every month? But then that's way pricier. Uh, you yeah, n- not not really that, but maybe a thing uh, like a week okay, a month. You you use your place of 
origin, let's say, uh, parents house or whatever as a, a base camp. Yeah, a base camp. And then you just go. And depending on the periods, like uh, we have uh, even colleagues at uh, work that went to Africa, Zanzibar or whatever. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. It's expensive to get there. Yeah. But that, yeah. That's and, and you can stay there two months, three months. It, so is, it is doable. I'm not saying it's not doable. You have to pay more than staying at home. That's the only thing I'm saying. But it's completely doable. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you think, because I just had a, I just realized something. Like, it's actually probably easier. It's probably harder for us who own their place. It's probably easier for someone renting because they, like, if they're, if you're from Arad and you're renting in Timishara, you could fucking just bail that and go and live of six months inclusion three months in Brasov and whatever. It's nothing holding you here because you have the base camp somewhere else. Uh, moving is tough. That's the problem. If you do it like that, you have to move every couple of months. And moving, and especially from a city, you have to take yeah, everything uh, with you. Generalize, sure. Not, not like moving completely. And of yeah. course, it depends. I think another important factor is like how much you are connected locally. Because if yeah. you have a lot of friends and everything, and l- like you guys, so you you have the podca- podcast, you have to, you don't have to, but you like to uh, be together ma- in the same room yeah. as opposed to doing it online. Meet yeah. and do mm. everything. Then, of course, this will limit the yeah. the movement possibility of I each have that individual. issue with therapy. Because for me, August was free of therapy, yet I couldn't really do anything because I had to constantly be it mostly be in Narad taking care of my grandpa mm. and I feel that I missed the whole month where I could have gone and done whatever with not really doing all that much and now September is around the corner well it's already September but like next week I'm starting back and it's going to be three times a week again it's going to be like well I want to do them in person and now I, I feel like I have been even less reason to go somewhere else but you can still do them on the phone if you really wanted to yeah that's so hopefully th- we can do that in October so that basically the thing is we only found ourselves excuses not to do it. Yeah. Because we all, all, all of us could do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of fucking comfortable. What was it? Uh, salamander. Uh, salamander eyed. Bug eyed salamanders from Silicon Valley. Right. Was that it? I think can that we, was. the. Can we close on that? I think that's you a close on that? Is that a good place to close? A bug eyed salamander. Bug eyed salamanders because we're software developers. As good as any. Could be. Um well this was a blast. This let's, was a surprise. I didn't expect Andre to try. Wait, let's let's it. let's make a pact yeah. on the podcast so it's yeah. official. So the six people that are listening to us will keep us accountable. Uh-huh. At least once in the foreseeable future. Let's go work from a ca- from a ca- cafe. Could it be Starbucks? Could it be whatever. Let's just go somewhere to Are work you talking there. about our main jobs or podcasting? Main jobs. You cannot really podcast in a busy coffee place. Oh yeah, next week. Colleen was not here when we talked about this because we already decided. We, this. we were not here. Yeah, we were <laughs> at the office today. We decided this with Mika and Andre, and we're like, we want to go work from a next week, like pick a day and go work from co-work TM or something. I was left out. Well, you yeah. weren't at the fucking office because to to to, to quote yourself. You don't like waking up in the morning, bitch. Yeah, I don't. Oh. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, let's do it. We're going to do it. We yeah. vow for our six people listening to call us accountable that we're going to enrich our lives somehow. And you can put a picture of it so that they know that we really did it. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, extra content. <laughs> of course, they're going to do it. Well, yeah. Because the, the reason content. I want to do it, like just, just speaking about it right now, I just realized, like, you could do this. I mean, you should do this. I mean, I should do it because you're already going to the office. So I should do it just to break up the comfortable cycle. Yeah, you're moving to your own place soon, man. You're going to so, want to spend time there. I'm still like, not living ease there. Into your pla- well, I know. But like once you do, you'll, you'll, I feel that you would want to ease into your place. Yeah, but I want to miss it. Right. Good point. You still need the reason to get out of it. That's a good point. Just the fact that I have my own, my own planes doesn't mean I want to just turn it into a cage. Well, look, as we're going to spoil it now at the end of this episode, we already decided that in October, once you're moved, we're going to pack up all of our equipment and go and stay a week in Bucharest or Cluj 
and we we have enough connections and enough followers to sort of be like hey we're in this hotel or whatever let's fucking record an episode together because I, I I personally have a bunch of people in Bucharest and in Cluj who are eager to be on the podcast, but distance and online is kind of shit. And if we were going to go and be there anyway, why not fucking do it? We're going on tour. <gasps> we're well, going on, on tour. tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Andre, for the surprise visit. Thank you, and guys. And the appearance. And the appearance, yeah. Uh, and we'll see you all next time. Well, don't know where yet, but we'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.